Welcome to the Zen Ways podcast with our teacher Daisan. So I've just got back from Italy,、uh, where we had a, a two-week yoga teacher training, and、uh, one thing we were exploring was the way that Zen divides the body into three zones. So you have essentially this area from the kind of neck upwards, which is really the zone of awareness, the sense. Major senses are here, for example,、um, and then this zone here, this part of the body here, which is the zone can,、uh, to do with connection, and then this zone really from the navel downwards, incorporating the legs, which is the zone of personal power, groundedness, energy, and this kind of thing. These three areas are focused in the body in what are called the three. Tendons or three energy points within the body. Now we talk quite a bit about the lower tendon, the energy center, which is a little bit below the navel, right in the center of the being, of your being. And、uh, we often stress this because it's an area which, within Western culture, isn't terribly well understood and not very much. Um, made a、uh, a focal point, but the other two tendons are very important as well. My teacher's teacher, in、uh, when I studied Soto Zen Buddhism, once described seeking for their teacher as looking for someone with a smile in the heart. And in Zen, we often don't stress this area of the smile in the heart. I think as much as we potentially should. Now, when we come out to practice together, we come to a dojo. Come together like this to the dojo. We're coming. To a kind of a miniature world, the dojo, when it's running properly, is not any kind of an escape. It's actually、uh, a little microcosm or a little test bed in which you can explore new ways of being, new ways of relating to yourself, to others, new ways of operating. Which ideally you can then take out into your life generally. So when we're exploring what it means to find the smile in the heart, there are, I think, three major dimensions we're looking at. Perhaps the most obvious is we're applying this smile. In the heart, to ourselves, we're developing this positive, this loving relationship with ourselves. Now, across the board, almost in Buddhism, this is almost a given. And、uh, I've heard stories that, for example, the Dalai Lama was absolutely staggered when he first 
started teaching Westerners, when he started to realize that there were people who didn't basically like themselves, that had a, a basic stance of not liking themselves, not approving of themselves, uh, not positive towards themselves. Now this is very undermining, very unhelpful. When we can cultivate this smile within the heart and, as it were, radiate it within, all aspects of our being actually work better. We don't end up some kind of narcissist or some kind of egomaniac. Far from it. The traditional view of the human body and mind within our East Asian tradition is that your body and mind is like a community. And the different organs within your body are like different members of the community. And they each have their particular needs. And when their needs are met, then they work for the good of the community and the whole community flourishes. So this smile in the heart can be applied. We can literally draw this smile in the heart in the direction of our lungs, our liver, our guts. And when you do this, you find that they respond, that actually everything responds to love, to that positive regard. And when this smile in the heart is allowed to permeate the body and mind, practice deepens. Now, one of the things about the smile in the heart, though, is it's bigger than merely your relationship with yourself. When we come to the dojo, we're coming together. We're coming to practice together. We're coming to this little world, to this microcosm, and we're exploring our relationship with ourselves, but also our relationship with others. Perhaps it can seem like with a random group of others that are just thrown together. And we can explore what it means to express this smile in the heart outward. When you're sitting next to someone in the Zendu, when you're practicing together, can your smile in the heart encompass them? Now, right from the beginning, when we started to practice together in London, been very conscious how isolated, how separating London tends to be. And when we explore the area of the smile in the heart, a very important part for us Londoners is exploring, taking down some of those walls, breaking out of some of that isolation, that separation. And it can be as simple as when a new person comes, greeting them, making them welcome, making them feel comfortable. When you notice somebody is perhaps having a hard time, doing 
what can be done to make them feel recognized and acknowledged. Doing what you can to explore on a person-to-person level what it means to interact through the smile in the heart. So we have the aspect of relating to ourselves in this way. We have the aspect of relating to others in this way. And then I think another dimension, again, is the dojo as a whole. All of us collectively, all of us as a group or as an organization. Now it's, generally speaking, quite hard to love an organization. Organizations tend to be disappointing, places of disappointment for human beings. It's hard enough to find a, if you like, an enlightened human being to interact with. To find an enlightened organization, I think, is a hopeless quest. All organizations are very flawed. But our alternative is even more isolation. And we've got quite enough of that already. So what do we do? Well, I think the best thing that we can do is find the best fit, if you like, in terms of an organization, and then treat the niggles, treat the bits that um, ruffle our feathers, if you like, or um, rub us up the wrong way. Treat those bits as teaching. Using them as a way of pointing out where we're kind of hanging on, where we're still closed, where we've got a fixed view of how things should be. And when we begin to apply this smile in the heart to our collective existence, to our, if you like, our organizational existence, then we open this new realm of learning, this new arena of seeing more clearly where things perhaps aren't fully free and open yet within us. And so we can make use of these niggles, these bits that don't quite fit comfortably with our pet view on how things should be. So when we ground ourselves in our fundamental basis, in our integrity, in our power and integrity, and our power and energy within the lower tandem, when we open the smile in the heart within the middle tandem, and when we explore what it means to develop the opening awareness within the upper tandem, we have a very powerful combination. And each of these can, as it were, feed the other two. As these three areas can open for us.
within the little world of our dojo, then we have the opportunity to carry these out into the wider sphere of our lives and our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with others, our relationship with organizations within the broader sphere of our life in general. And if we treat the dojo as our testing ground, as our training ground, then we're using it well. And as we do this, we automatically help others to do this as well. So, as we go forward from here, from the point of midsummer, the point where within the East Asian scheme of the energetics within the body, the point when the heart is most in focus within the year. If we can allow the smile in the heart to open, to come into flower, our greater spiritual work becomes that bit more fulfilling and that bit more true. Now we're going to do some uh, meditation practice together. And during this time, please explore what it might mean to allow this smile within the heart to penetrate your body and mind. And after we sit together, after we meditate together, we're going to have tea together. And within this time, also, please explore what it means to not only maintain this inner smile within the heart, but also to allow it to radiate, to allow it to encompass your fellow practitioners, your fellow friends on this road, of deep development. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting our work with a donation. Visit zenways.org for more information. You will also find the free guided Zen meditation recordings in the main languages of the world on the Zenways guided meditation podcast. Search iTunes to find it.